Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Five Dollar Bin Podcast. I'm your host Jeff. With me this week is Eric. Hey, how you doing? And Amber. Hello. And this week we are talking about <laughs> Jeff. You are very excited. I am excited. <laughs> very you're, just excitable. You're just, <laughs> but you're just like so mundane. Hi. Uh, I, I, <laughs> my name's Eric. Yeah, but I, so compared to Jeff, he's super excitable. Jeff's I took a five-hour energy today, and I am wired. So he's on crack. Woo-wee. All right. I am too stressed, too blessed to be stressed. Let's go. Amen. <laughs> All right. Today we are talking about the 1987 cult classic Adventures in Babysitting. Yay. Yay. All right. Uh, this movie, here's a brief uh, synopsis of it. Chris Parker agrees to babysit after her dread date. Dread is in quotation marks, stands her up. Judge Dredd? Judge Dredd. Yes. Expecting a dull evening. That would be a really great movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. With, with, wait, with, uh, what's his, the new guy or Sylvester Stallone? Sylvester Stallone. Okay. Hands down. Okay. Uh, Chris settles down with three kids for a night of TV and boredom. Chris is a girl, by yes. the way. <laughs> and it's spelled C-H-R-I-S. I would have figured K-R-I-S, but whatever. <laughs> but when her frantic friend Brenda calls and pleads to be rescued from a bus station in downtown Chicago, the evening soon explodes into an endless whirl of hair-raising adventures. Babysitter and kids leave their safe suburban surroundings and head for the heart of the big city, also known as Chicago, never imagining and taking place in Toronto, how terrifyingly <laughs> funny their expedition will become. Wow, that is super long. That's the longest explanation Thank you, IMDb. Wow. Somebody put some work into that one. All right. What is your background with this film? I've totally seen it several times. Several, several times. Yeah, me too. And I, I think I, I, I've i never owned it or anything like that. Have you owned it? No, you own it? I no. haven't. No. Jeff, how about you? I have not owned it. I was actually surprised I didn't own it. But I looked at the uh, the wall of DVDs and was like, how do I not have this movie? And I actually watched it with my wife last night. And she said, how have I missed this? Like yeah, how she hasn't she hasn't seen she it. She never saw it before. Really? I was like, how did you miss this? It's a great movie. Have you ever had any adventures in babysitting? Not like this. Have you, Amber? Yes. Was it like this? Well, this, but in a cornfield. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. I grew up in the all right. right. Okay, explain. explain. You can't so, say that. Not so explain. I I was babysitting these two kids, Hellions, and the that's their name or their nickname. Their nickname, okay. the Hellions. <laughs> And um, it was harvest time in the country. Yeah. It's the Harvest Festival. Right. <clears throat> and Little Sebastian was going to be there. He was. And actually, that song was in my head this weekend. So, anyway. Um, the youngest kid runs out into the cornfield while it's being combined. Whoa! And he's laughing. His older brother is, like, sitting there like, yeah, keep running from her. I'm like, no, <laughs> get out! Cute. Get out of the cornfield. You're going to die! So yes, I've had my own very wonderful adventures wow. in babysitting. That sounds hellacious. It's terrifying. Wow. All right, that that wins. Mine are pretty boring. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's pop on a movie, kids. Play some video games. No, they were terrible. It. Is it babysitting when you watch your own kids? No. <sighs> yeah. No. Uh, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so b- backgrounds. We all seen this movie. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the. Uh, 
the cast, if you will. Uh, we'll, we'll pick apart a couple of them. Elizabeth Shue starring in this film. She's so pretty. She is. I like Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Right. She did fine for what this movie called her to do. How I mean, old was she at this time, do you guys think? Probably 20, 21. Yeah. I can't imagine her being she older. She definitely looked older than 17. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. With you she said, how old are you? 17. No, no. way. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think so. You could try to get away with that. I mean, she's young looking, even now. I mean, you look at a picture of her. Oh, she's like 50? Looks pretty good for 50. And like, okay. And I know she's been, she was in the Back to the Future movies. Yes, she replaced the no name because in Back to the Future 2, more heavily uh, focused on, what was her name, Jennifer? Yep. Yeah. And I and I know I know she was like she was Karate Kid. Yep. But <laughs> it's funny out of all those two movies, the one that sticks out in my head is the Val Kilmer treasure, the, the Saint. Saint. Oh. Like she sticks out Stay in my tuned, mind. In the folks. Saint. Stay tuned. That's coming. That's Good. I love the Saint. We're gonna do the Saint. I, I love the Saint actually. I like, I like <laughs> it too. Okay. I do it with the caveat of I remember loving it. I wonder if today if I would. Uh, good point. Good point. We've oh, had that we, happen with all of us. This. this needs to happen. So stay tuned, happen. folks. The Saint is coming. Um, yeah. Love me some Elizabeth Shue. She's great. Um, all right. Uh, it's Maya. Maya. M-A-I-A. Maya. Bruton. As Sarah. Now, we've talked about this, doing kid actors. I mean, what do you think? Because pretty much everybody was a quote-unquote kid actor. But she was the right. she was the the predominant child. How does she do? She's kind of cute. Yeah, they they overexpose her. No, I think she did a good job being this like tomboy. She was kid-ish. also she was also in Wonder Years. Do you guys remember that? No. She was in I think one or two episodes so far that I've seen, and she uh, is that she what you're binge watching right now? And now she's a single mom somewhere in California. Probably. That's about it. I don't it. think she's done a whole lot else. But <laughs> nope. Well, sometimes that happens. But, but Dan know. pointed that out to me. He's like, "That's the girl from Wonder Years. Remember? Uh, what's his name's uh, um, Paul? No, not Paul. Kevin." Kevin's uh, lab partner. And not Whitney Cooper? Winnie Cooper? Winnie. Sorry. Winnie. Yeah, it wasn't Winnie. But yeah, so and she plays a tomboy kind of weirdo kid in yeah. that too. So And I'm probably not much farther away like in time however, from this movie. However, however, oh, there's a however. She was one of the f- top characters in the old... Parker Lewis can't lose. You guys remember that? No, I have no idea what you're saying. You've never about. seen I, Parker Lewis no. with Kubiak. No, you've never seen Parker Lewis I can't lose. No, oh, no, okay. I have no idea what you're talking Those about. Those of you out there that have seen Parker Lewis can't lose, give me some love out there. Tell me, tell me it. Wow, nobody. It Wait, was, I think we have a caller. The de- <laughs> Hold on. It's Parker Lewis. <laughs> no, no. It was Hi, to- guys. How's it going? No, it was totally like <laughs> We a- don't even know what he's no. We don't know who he's Hey, uh, what's going on? <laughs> you don't even know what his movie. All right. This is all I remember of Parker Lewis. Parker Lewis is very trapped in the 90s. Like, it was like a Saved by the Bell high school thing. But, like, I remember this shirt he wore that was, like, beyond. It was, like, black on one side. And it was, like, five different patterns on the front. That was hot back then in like '92. Yeah. Call us if you know who he is. Parker <laughs> Lewis can't lose. Come on. Apparently he can. Shoot. Wow. Ow! Yeah. 
I'm going to shut up the rest of this time. <laughs> hey, guys, have you heard of this obscure show? It's on for episodes. 12 seasons. <laughs> nope, nope, I haven't heard of it. I haven't heard of it. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, cable access only in Bloomington Normal. <laughs> uh, well, that was actually a high school show. <laughs> All right, Keith Coogan, who played Brad. He was in another babysitting movie. Which was? Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter. Yes, he was. (laughs) And that hair. Oh, that hair was like Barry Manilow hair. Yeah, very much so. Ouch. Two gingers in this movie. Yeah. Which is awesome. I like gingers. (laughs) I think they have souls. So, uh, they're sold to Satan. Again, child actor. Terrible. He did okay. Yeah, it's all right. He's fine. A little over the top at times where he's like, don't tell her. Very kind of stage acty almost to do. Yeah, get I, can, that? I can pick up on okay. that. But that's, that's like, again, we've talked about child actors. That's kind of their MO is it's a little overdone. Yeah. So um, I noticed this guy we talked about a little bit in the pregame, Anthony Rapp, who you're probably all going, who? And I said, hey, it's that dude from Rent. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. There he is. That's all I know him from. That dude from Rent. Rent. The nerdy guy. Mm-hmm. He has this, and we're talking, again, the pregame. He's got this distinct high pitch when he takes his voice to the next octave. Like, yeah, I know that really well. Why do I know that? Nerdy guy from Rent. Um... No, that was what? Okay, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes. Yeah, I saw he was in this, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, and then just looked who he was. He was Dawson. Yeah, so didn't look anything <laughs> like him. So Dawson. That's, so, we that's exactly about. so. Dawson in this movie is this enormous. Okay, so the girl has an obsession with Thor. Imagine Thor, this enormous. Blonde. Blonde, Icelandic-looking dude, and it's Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> wow. As, like, I had no, a as, 20-year-old or younger, maybe. And Vincent D'Onofrio is, like, hardcore, like, cop movie guy. I that mean, Law and Order, he's been yep. in that. And he was in The Judge recently with... Yeah. Uh, he's fine. Men I mean, in I, Black, I, I, Full Metal Jacket. I mean, he was. he's been in some... Pretty crazy movies. Well, you see him and you're like, oh, that guy. I, You know, you've seen him as character acting or just a side character. Oh, man, I saw he was in this. And then I kind of did that. Oh, yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio is in this. And then totally, like, tuned it out. And now just looked at it like, wait, wait, what character was he? No way I would have seen that. Holy cow. Um, and let's round it out with a young Bradley Whitford. Holy yeah. cow. What's up, West Wing? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's like immediately where I started going. I was like, oh, West Wing, man. Well, or or what's the other one? The Sunset something or other. That Sunset. Studio 60 something or other. Studio 60 it. on the Sunset yes. Strip or whatever. Yeah. Um, I actually think of him a lot as the uh, antagonist In of Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. There you go. That's right. <laughs> Business <laughs> ethics. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean that's that's who I see him as, but I do see him West Wing too at times. And then recently I saw him again. He did a cameo a couple of seasons ago at Parks and Rec. So, oh, I, I've yeah. gone back and binge watched that. And like, oh, I seen him real recently. What was that? Oh, Parks and Rec. He was the outgoing. He probably uh, had to be thirty or something. 
Oh, he was. He was. I, I read in this that he was very uncomfortable because he was 27. Playing like an 18-year-old. Playing an 18-year-old. <laughs> he was really uncomfortable because like. Yeah, he didn't pass. Way too I kept, old I kept to thinking like he's this. in college. He's in college. Yeah, but both he and Elizabeth Shue, it's the same thing. They both looked a lot older. I, I think he just had an issue with it. Yeah. I, I have know. a couple other issues. <laughs> with him or just in general? No, just with like. The age of them and everything, like is that something we need to talk about now? Or? I don't know. We can we can talk about uh, getting going to the plot okay. if you want. All right, because because yeah, here's yeah here's I I'll, I'll get into it later with you too. I I think the same thing actually. All right, all right. Let's get into the plot of this film, Adventures in Babysitting. All right, opening up with Elizabeth Shue lip syncing. Gotta love the dress she had on with those so fantastic puffy shoulders. Really, so <laughs> just eighties, nineties, early nineties. Yeah, the shoulder this, pads. And this movie's definitely <laughs> crushed velvet. Now we've talked about technology, like how we'd never use technology in a movie. This didn't, but it still felt really eighties. Oh yeah. Yep. So. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I, actually, another little uh, tidbit on this film: first PG thirteen movie Disney ever did. Oh really? Yeah. There you go. The more you know. Ding. Do 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 do. All right, Shoe's date, who is Bradley Whitford, cancels on her because his sister was sick, and then he said he was sick, and he is, he's con- he's contagious. Contagious. But, okay. <laughs> what a douche. So yep. he came to her house <laughs> to cancel. I didn't make that didn't make sense to me. No, I think it's just to give him more screen time. Maybe to show his car. Which because the car that is actually later. his car. Is it really? Yes. It's With Bradley Whitford's car. It's Bradley Whitford's car. Oh, so cool. I didn't know if so cool was his license plate, but that is his Camaro. Do you remember those old school Illinois license plates? Too? Yes. I know. Oh, I was like, man. oh, man. That's so, yeah, funny. this uh, it supposedly takes place in Oak Park in Chicago, but was major- a majority of it was filmed in Toronto. Because we all know everything's cheaper north of the border. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no phone call. That was kind of weird for him canceling like that, but whatever. With a free night, uh, Elizabeth, she decides that she's going to babysit Brad and Sarah. And we understand that Brad has a crush on Elizabeth Shue. Uh, did anybody notice the My Pet Monster mm-hmm. in yep. uh, Sarah's room? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that thing. Oh. Yep. Gotta, gotta love the My Pet Monsters. Uh, if you have one, please send us a picture because I do not have mine anymore. If you're willing to sell it. If you're willing to sell it. <laughs> you know, Jeff will buy it. probably post- find it on eBay. Yeah, post it on our Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, post it on our Facebook page, man. If you if you still have your My Pet Monster, post it on my my uh, post it on our Facebook page because we'd love to see it. See who still has. I still have some random stuff. Mm-hmm. I still have my. Uh, oh, what do they even call? It? They, they now call them like brawling buddies, I guess. But they're like uh, WWF wrestlers that are pillows. <laughs> oh my! I gosh. have an Ultimate Warrior pillow wrestler that i don't know if you guys remember i used to take him with on choir tour he makes a great pillow for those uh, long car rides it's also the ultimate warrior is a pillow and that's yeah a little crazy he's got his arm around (laughs) you he's like putting you in a headlock oh man those things are great um all right so shoes friend calls uh calls the house she calls collect to this family's house uh, because she ran away from home she finally did it she was running away from home and she needed Shu to come get her because she was scared in the bus stop. <laughs> this friend's over the top. Yeah. Yeah, she's got a whole 
whole case of issues. <laughs> sure. But so did all the people at the bus stop, though. Yeah, what was up with that that guy with the gun? And he's like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, like, hey, hey, yeah, I got a gun. Have you guys actually ever been to a bus stop? Like a legitimate bus stop? No, not a legit bus stop. Okay, I just wonder if they're that scary. I don't know. Oh, my God. But it I just doesn't imagine. seem like, I, I hope not. I was like, oh, really? Uh, I don't think you're allowed to flash but- a gun. We've talked about like the Greyhound getting away type situation. If we remember our safe haven discussion, oh yeah, and we did. how like people going on a bus, it's probably the most indiscreet way to travel. <laughs> so, but apparently, but all these those people <laughs> were traveling. <laughs> they live there. That's what I'm saying. So maybe that's just kind of the. That's thing. like the Elgin Library. Post 9/11, this would not happen. You can't live in a bus stop. You can't. Or a phone booth, oh, unless you're... You're you know, in my house! Yeah, you're unless you're Doctor Who and you've got a TARDIS. Like there you go. That's a police box. That's a whole That's different, a story. different story. You know, if you're getting into a phone booth, you're probably traveling through time. This is true. A la Bill Just reach Ted. out and touch someone. That's true. <laughs> Thanks, Ted. Um, so... I'm you and you and me. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Please, this so, could go on forever. Oh my gosh, yes, because I've seen that movie a billion times. Keep going, keep going. So uh, our gang uh, gets a oh wait uh, Brad's friend Daryl decides to tang along on this little road trip. Anthony Rapp. Okay, Anthony so he, Rapp. so here's my first issue. Yes. Okay, they're at the house. Yes. All the kids and Chilling. and Chris are at the house, mm-hmm. and they're very upset that she could be going away to college. Did that weird anybody else out? Like, it seemed like. No, I'm trying, not going to college. Trying to force something because it seemed like. She didn't always babysit Sarah, but like halfway through they decided, oh yeah, she's always your babysitter. It w- it was weird. Yeah. I just it, thought that I whole like I think they forgot that they you know because it's you know you, as a parent you have your typical babysitter. Oh, let's all call our number our mm-hmm. A person that we always call. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case. That w- at the didn't beginning. seem like the case at the beginning. It seemed like oh they need somebody last minute. That's what the mom said when she walked into the room. Exactly. Yeah. But my issue is that why can't she go to college? Why, why, why can't she go? And why is she all acting like I don't? No, I'm not going. It's an undeveloped plot point that really leads nowhere. It led nowhere, but it was just very annoying that you know she can't she can't go to Northwestern. Trying to, <laughs> I don't know. She's an trying heart, to create so. some tension or something. I it was guess. just I dumb. It. Yeah, I guess anyway. stay tuned for Adventures in Babysitting 2. Oh, please. That never happened. Uh, yeah, they tried. Never got off. But there's a remake coming. Stay tuned. I don't believe it. I do. Disney Channel announced last month. A remake no. is coming to Disney Channel. Are they actually going to film in Chicago? Probably not. Too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be in Montreal. Montreal. <laughs> Adventures in Babysitting. Quebec City. Oh, <laughs> So their gang ends up getting a flat tire on the highway. Uh, she realizes that she doesn't have her purse or any money. Uh, and then a guy, Pruitt, comes to help them. He own, he works for a tow truck company. Uh, he agrees to take them back to the garage. Pruitt to, has no hand. Yeah. He has a hook. He has a hook for a hand. Not, not a bad thing, but it is a... It is pretty crazy because they're all, cause they're asking about how he lost his <laughs> yeah, hand. Yeah, so uncomfortable. And then he said it's in his uh, in the glove compartment. He kept it. It's in the glove compartment. Well, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> doesn't somebody at this table still have their appendix in a jar? Nope. 
Did we get rid of that? I've never had my appendix in a jar. I thought you kept it in a jar. Absolutely not. I I've, was always joking about that. I never could have swore you said I've got nope. it in a mantle above the mantle. That was a joke. Oh, oh my gosh. I would have never done that. That's awful. They didn't did want ask to lose if I, part of you. They did ask if I wanted to keep my gallbladder. And? I said no. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> it's disgusting. That's a part of me. Would you like the gallstones then? No! <laughs> we'll make them into a necklace. I remember <laughs> never to yeah! eat this. <laughs> you Dispose wear, of that. You wear it around your neck like uh, Bob, do, Bob the, does this fishing. What about Bob? Gil. <laughs> Just put it in a glass jar and walk around with it on your Gross. neck. Um, so he agrees to take them back to the garage. Uh, he gets a call over the radio that an adulterer is at his house and his wife is cheating on him. So this this gets out of control really fast. Yes. Wow, that escalated quickly. quickly. Yeah, uh, that meme is coming, folks, this week. Watch it. It'll be on our Facebook page. Um so when they arrive at the house, Shu and the kids escape gunfire because our one-armed man, I think it's like the fugitive. Yeah, exactly. is, <laughs> it is the fugitive. I don't know. It's shooting. A man in my house with one arm. So, so, is it uh, him? Yeah. He escapes gunfire by, and they hop in a car that is being stolen. They actually hop in the adulterer's car. This Cadillac, which, which is, is being, being hijacked yeah, high, and carjacked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Then they end up going with the carjacker. So the carjacker ends up taking them to this chop shop. Um, Again, this escalates quickly. quickly. <laughs> like, yep. This is there's really no, fast. There's no like delay in this plot moving along. No, there's nope. not. Which I kind of appreciated. Yeah, they do keep it going. They just keep it going. <sighs> yeah, I think I made a point to that, but what did I they even put that in there? I, don't, I thought I did, but I looked at the time. I know we talked. Uh, did you all keep track of yeah, looking like, at time? Okay. Like Gigi, you don't have to, oh. don't, don't mm-hmm. tell me now. Okay. Um, but I looked at the time. And I was like, we're 20 minutes in. Man, this is getting there fast. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I was like, wow, this is escalating super quick. So they get locked in the office, uh, but escape out of the ceiling and crawl out on uh, beams to escape. Which reminded me of another movie that Elizabeth Shue was in, Back to the Future 2, when <laughs> Marty McFly was going across this, yeah, to save himself from getting chumped. Very similar. I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the similarities are uncanny. Uh, so the, the kids <laughs> end up stealing a Playboy because they uh, bred through the other one out the window. This is crazy. And they threw the other one out the window. And apparently there's the Cleveland order for the cars for the chop shop on this Playboy. But the Playboy. Okay, so here's the thing about the Playboy. The model looks like Miss Elizabeth, March. Elizabeth Shue. Which it is. But right, exactly. But it's they not. They make a big point about Yeah, they about. make a big point about it back and forth. Yeah. So everybody keeps looking at her like, because everybody in the world reads Playboy. Duh. In 1987, no. yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not. It's like... But it was even up on oh, one of the... you're a pervert, and you're... Well, it, was, it was even up on one of the marquees. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, why is Playboy that Playboy does there? not advertise on bus stops. Like, that, why? Oh, it doesn't so happen. Weird. It's so funny. They're like, Playboy is mainstream. Like, oh, Miss March. Uh, okay, so they find their way uh, on the stage of some kind of blues bar, and uh, they can't leave. Nobody leaves. Let's sing the blues. So 
They end up singing the babysitting blues. And it's so hard. It was pretty funny. It was. I thought it was cute. If you're going to enact or invoke a musical number, random musical number into a film, this wasn't so bad. I wanted to hear, though, the Chop Shop Guys song. Oh, yeah. There you go. You could have cut to them. Ain't, ain't nobody here living without singing the blues. <laughs> I maybe a post credit. Just go back and have the one guy. You know, the, the one guy. The guy that can't stay. really talk. He's like, uh, I know. You know. Oh my gosh. So you could you could have done that. Post credit, Chris Columbus. That would have been it. hilarious. Uh, re-release of your DVD. <laughs> Came up with it. Uh, so the carjackers chase the group onto the Canadian L train, because this is clearly not the L train <laughs> in know, Chicago. It's not. As three Chicago suburbanites are sitting here telling you, that is not the L, uh, the actual one in Chicago. So uh, so they get in the middle of a gang fight. Brad ends up getting stabbed in the foot. <laughs> so they throw the knife down and stabs him in the foot. Oh, that was funny. So uh, here we get... Two F-bombs dropped in our PG-13 I know. Mm -hmm. That's what dropped it up. Yeah. Or raised it up. Raised it up. So uh, there was one part I was reading in uh, Wikipedia, because we all know it's so truthful. Absolutely. That uh, Chris I just updated it this morning, so. Was, uh, (laughs) he he was uncomfortable with them dropping the F-bomb during the hot dog scene. You remember where Uh Brenda's asking for a hot dog? He's supposed to, I'll give you an effing wiener. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like uncomfortable saying that, but they end up dropping it twice, so it was kind of a weird. It's in a gang fight, though. You know, gangs yeah, are a little bit more. You know, it escalates. The wiener guy, you don't want him dropping the f bomb. Don't so. f with a babysitter. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, I... <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Elizabeth Shue. Hmm? <laughs> School of hard knocks. Uh, so they end up taking Brad to the hospital. He ends up getting one stitch. <laughs> It's like, how am I supposed to go back? The one stitch. <laughs> He's one stitch. <laughs> oh, he is dead. <laughs> I am sorry about your friend. Weirdest hospital. Yeah. Emergency room I think I've ever I was seen. trying to figure out, like, which hospital it would well, be. Well, it was University Hospital, and then they were on, like, the campus after the they L. left. Mm-hmm. UIC? Yeah, I'm thinking UIC. Well, yeah. Okay, it would have had to be. It would have had to have been UIC because... Uh, when they go to that house party, the frat party coming up, uh-huh. those kids are for, from UIC. Right. So University right. of Illinois, Chicago. Go Flames. Or as we like to say, the University de Montreal. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> yes. clearly this was not Chicago. Yes, I know. Okay, this is the one thing, though. Okay, and we'll get to it later about the building, but... The building that they feature later is apparently the tallest building in Chicago. Which is there's like, no as we way. all know that live here. It is that amazing. building is so hidden in front of. Oh and, gosh! And and can we just say that it was it was a really obvious like cardboard cutout yeah. of the skyline. Yep. Yes. And the the trains going by were clearly one dimensional. <laughs> yes. Dude, like someone's holding popsicle sticks behind and them. I, like, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of sad that Chris Columbus did, Chris Columbus did the Home Alone movies. You know, uh-huh. I mean, he, he I always felt like Chris Columbus lived up here in Chicago. I don't think he, he ever did, but, but he had a special place in his heart with Chicago because there was a lot of movies that are up here. And I, I was... A couple of times, like maybe that really is Chicago. And now that you're saying it's Toronto, I'm like, oh, a couple of the close. scenes were okay? okay, and that's the thing where it's like, why didn't you just film the whole thing here? It's probably money, straight up. Mm-hmm. But if you're here already, 
why not just film the whole thing? I didn't get that because clearly they're here driving around. Mm-hmm. And it says even it was parts of it were filmed in Chicago and Oak Park. So why not? I don't get that. Like, why take the skyline that is clearly not Chicago <laughs> and then do an obvious green screen that is above or blue screen at the time that goes up and it's the uh, the building that will I'll have you guess as to what the actual name of the building is because it is a very famous building, but. <laughs> This triangular building, this diamond-shaped building, that it's not Chicago. Why not just do it? I don't know. And it bothered me, too, because I've seen that so often, and it's in the middle of all these other buildings. And it's not. It's distinct. Yes, it is distinct that you know, okay, that's a diamond-shaped building. I got you. Yeah, right. yeah. But that's not the layout of no, the skyline. No, it's not. Do they at all? I mean, okay. Here's the, here's the thing, because there are a lot of a lot of movies, and I'd say even some of these like futuristic movies that are set in Chicago, like Divergent was set in, in Chicago. Chicago. Right. The iRobot, Chicago. Batman, yes. Chicago. I mean, I say that though. First two, Batman. Yeah, for, that's what I was saying though. But they've third one's Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. I didn't know. Vicksburg's from Pittsburgh. Yes, Pittsburgh. <laughs> I like Vicksburg better. <laughs> Vicksburg, Mississippi. No, they. Um, but they do a great job of still. You can walk. You know, like that's Chicago. That's Little Wacker Drive. That's I know it. exactly where they're exactly. at. Exactly. Hey, that car, that building they just crashed into. I've been in that bar. Yeah, exactly. Like these, just you can't. I don't know. It was just like, oh, we're gonna paste it up there. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. I didn't get that. And like I said, they were already there. Why didn't they mm-hmm. just do it? All right. So they end up going to the hospital. Uh, Brad gets a stitch. Uh, the doctor tells, you know, he gets confused. Somebody else had, who was cut open died. Stab wound. Stab wound. Yeah, he died. So they told him they died. It's a quick <laughs> thing. But I, I think the doctor was on crack or <laughs> something. So funny. <laughs> it just added to the weird characters that they were into. Yes. I think mm-hmm. that's all that they were doing. Uh, but they escape with help from Pruitt because he just randomly shows up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, what is Along he doing? Along with the here? adulterer yeah, that the keeps du- trying to, they're the ones who stole my it's car. my car. <laughs> no, you beat somebody up, so now you get arrested. Uh, so Sarah has to go to the bathroom, so they head to this frat party uh, hosted by UIC. Go Flames. Uh, and they have a live band mm-hmm. in their random house. Mm-hmm. Kind of a nice party. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, shoe meets a guy that takes them to the garage, which there is no garage in Lower Wacker Drive. I'm yeah. just telling you that right now. <laughs> it's really I, funny. I'm like, oh, they're going on Lower Wacker Drive to, uh, oh, th- there's no garage under there. Silly movie. But it's cool though. And I do have to say though, I enjoy though that they, that they use a Rolling Stones song going to, I, uh-huh. that's, that song has always stuck with me. It's in. It's in countless movies. Uh, one of my one of my favorite scenes though is when it's in. Um, God, now I can't think of the movie. I always do this. I always do this. Where I was like, <laughs> I think of this great thing, and I was like, crap, I can't think of the movie. Um, what's the movie with? Thank you. That's how I feel. De Niro, not De Niro. Never mind. Screw it. Yes. <laughs> Edit this on. all Abort! out. Abort. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for. We probably lost three listeners. I appreciate it. I need it. to have a drop that's like, abort mission, abort. <laughs> Eric, you're going off. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pull him back in. You're going off topic. Oh! There's this one guy that was uh, this time. Oh, Remember yeah. that guy that was in this movie with this person? <laughs> it was a great film. <laughs> yeah, this one place. Pull him back. <laughs> Yikes. All right, so they end up meeting a guy, just a random guy. 
that takes them back to this garage. And because they only get $45 from this guy, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> as Thor. As Thor. <laughs> uh, won't uh, let them uh, get the car. By the way, it only costs 50 bucks for them to get the car? For the, for the tire. tire. Oh. I just got tires put on my car. Not $50. Well, this was 1987. And it was, it was a released. tire. I understand that. It, it could have been a used tire. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> They gave him a donut. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, Sarah ends up telling the story how she thinks that he's Thor, and he, his heart ends up softening. Because he is Thor. It's kind of cute. I don't know. I think he's Thor. He probably is. It's young Chris Helmsworth. <laughs> I don't think so. No, no not a chance. Uh, have so you seen what Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> looks like? <laughs> no, yeah, I have. <laughs> he is not. He's changed a lot, which is why I said that's Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. No chance. For those of you, watch Law and Order. Watch any Law and Order, and you're like, oh, that guy. Yeah. So they end up leaving Dawson's Bang. garage. Um, dun dun. I was doing um, that. Yeah, we're doing our Law and Order thing. Every time he shows up, they go, dun dun. <laughs> and then there's something like, in a courtroom, 5.45 p.m. Dawson's garage. <laughs> <laughs> so they're tracked by the carjackers um, and the chop shop guys. That is a whole group. So they drive back past this fancy restaurant where Shu's boyfriend was supposed to propose or supposed to take her and then sees her boyfriend's car. Uh oh. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> oh my god. Not cool. Um so Shu confronts uh her boyfriend. Uh, while they're doing that, Sarah gets separated and chased by the carjackers and chop shoppers. Lured by a toy store. Yeah, man. It's, again, it would have been a perfect time. FAO Schwartz is on Michigan Avenue, which is where I thought they were kind of going. It's not FAO Schwartz. No. Not at all. No. It's kind of upset by that. I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that toy store. Look at that toy store. Yeah, FAO Schwartz. Right on Michigan Avenue. Nope. Missed opportunity. Come on, Chris Columbus. But the other thing was the perspective, then, as she's running of that building, you know, the building, the the diamond building or whatever, um, in the alley. She She's really far from that building. She you know, is. And yet she's running to it. And I'm like, oh, there's Dad's work building. Let's go over there. Yeah, three miles away. Oh, no, and they make it seem like she just turned the corner. Oh, I'm in the building. Oh, it's like <laughs> I like, looked what? up and there it was. No, it's a long ways away. And yeah. most of the Chicago blocks, they're long blocks. And who knows who knows where she was? I mean she could have been Yeah. In Toronto. From that <laughs> angle from that angle, she would have been in Grant Park, that's all I'm saying. And she was not. <laughs> she was in some CD alley. If you can't alley. tell we're She's we're in CD alley in Montreal is where she was. <laughs> exactly. Because clearly she would have been in Grant Park at that angle. Um so uh, she heads to the building where her dad works at. Anybody know the exact name of the building? The lipstick building. <laughs> That's what I've always called it. No, also no. known as the vagina building. No. Yep. Really? Yep. The Ooh. actual name of the building. I don't know. What's Crane Communications Building. Oh. I, was I did not know that. Wondering if we like had Crane any... Chicago? Like C-R-A-I-N. Crane, Crane Communications. Crane Business then, probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I always know that building now as the building for Avengers Babysitting. Like, straight I was like, oh, that's the building for Avengers Babysitting. <laughs> that's it. That's Which, true. I mean, if you're going to make a... If you're going to make a building from Chicago, why not be the Sears Tower? Well, that the 
scene that occurred wouldn't have been able to happen on the Sears Tower. That's right. true. I mean, right. the scene that occurred was pretty like, oh, that'd be cool, and that'd be cool to have him slide down that building. There aren't many buildings like that. No, I mean, I know that it's from Chicago, because when I see it, I think it's a landmark thing. But I was born and raised in Chicago in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. I know that building like the back of my hand. When I see it, it's like, oh, that's Chicago, no problem. Like, when you see the Sears... It, what I'm wondering is, if our listeners across the country, if you see that building, do you think of Chicago? Because now we think of, you know, most people would think of Sears Tower, oh, Willis Tower. <laughs> That'll never be referred to as Willis nope. Tower on this that's podcast. Blast, that's blasphemy no. right there. Not happening. Um, even if Sears robots I even folded. Tra- I even trained my daughter. <laughs> that is, She has a book, and here's the Willis Tower. Sears no, Tower. that says Sears. <laughs> How do you spell Sears? W-I-L-I-S. <laughs> F. Oh, X. X. I was thinking oh, I had to. I had oh, to. Actually, I, I, I usually spell, spell Sears B R O K E, but um, or K M A R T. That's how I spell Sears. Say all the same things. Not going to work here anymore. Yeah, it's all universal language. So she gets chased onto into the Crane Communications Building, which, if you don't know, if you have not seen this building, it is slanted. It. It it goes straight up, and then it has this diamond that goes kind of on an angle. So it's very slanted. So it looks like a lipstick, or not some, a vagina. Some people yeah. say it's a vagina. It's not. It's, it's, it's no, it doesn't look like not. a vagina. I've seen it like hundred times. It does not look, look like again. It. it does not. <laughs> Eric's looking it up. There it goes. <laughs> it does not. It does We're not. gonna post it on there, and you say, "What, what does this look? What like? does this look like to you?" Uh, okay, so the gang ends up saving Sarah. Uh, the carjacker tells them, the original carjacker tells them about the Playboy notes. He ends up punching his boss, the uh, the weirdo what? pedophile the, guy. Yeah, he's really creepy. And yeah. I've never, I, I don't remember seeing him in anything else. He, he doesn't, yeah, so he's just creepy. Weird. So he punches his boss out on the way out. And then, uh, so they end up picking up Brenda from the bus depot uh, managed to beat the parents home. Very, uh, uh, what is it going to say? Ferris Bueller's Day Off like, yep, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sue clean, shoe cleans up. Everything works out in the end. Uh, then the college guy from UIC drove all the way out because she he had Sarah's skate in his car, and then uh, shoe kisses him. The end. Everything works out. <laughs> and nobody's the wiser. Nope. Nobody knows. But it was all the best night that they all ever had. Yep. It's so wonderful. We'll never forget it. Yeah. It's, it's so special. At the end of the day, that's all you really want is a memorable night with your with your kids and your babysitting and stuff. So. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So we, we, we never really talked about the age thing, though. Okay. I, I, go I for do, it. I go, do have to go, say. Go. So everybody, I think because they didn't want to actually have to get stuck with child actors, they had to get people that were 10 years older. And the characters they were <laughs> the playing. characters they were playing across the board because it was like it was like I could see I could see the um, the the two boys uh, Anthony Rapp and that other mm-hmm. boy whatever the other one the other one whatever his face was his himo rent and non rent <laughs> rent and non rent Keith Coogan Keith Coogan Coogan um, so I I could see them as high school students for mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. but not high school students that need a babysitter. A eh? no, well they didn't need a babysitter. Oh, well, okay. They tagged along. So what were they though? What did they say? Freshmen. Like, well, they were fr- they were not freshmen. No way. They were no way freshmen. Right. This is what I'm saying. And Elizabeth Shue was no way a senior. No. no. 
Honestly. And Bradley Whitford, no way is here. I'm like, I no. always thought they no. were all in college. Br- Bradley Whitford, though, in, in his defense, always looks like he's 40. Yeah, he's <laughs> Eternally 40, which is okay now. But. And I will say, um, I was just reading that the license plate for his car, the So Cool, is actually his license oh, plate. Oh, that is his? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Bradley Whitford. I don't know whether to smack you or hug you. Yeah, but it's probably partially a joke, and it's probably partially, well, okay. I am, though. But is he from Illinois, though? Because that, was that an Illinois license plate? Yeah, it was. So is he from Illinois? It says it was his license plate. Well, we're going to find interesting. out. I want, oh, <laughs> interesting. Didn't know he was a, if if so, didn't know he was a Chicago. Oh, sorry. This film was primarily shot in Toronto. Sorry. <laughs> Tomatoes, tomatoes around here. It's it, it's all some Canadian city. It's, it's, Ottawa. It's, 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 there's a Tim Hortons. There's. But <laughs> they ran by a Tim Jim, Hortons. They're like, Jimmy O. Uh, Jimmy O. We don't know about that. Yeah, it's all Tim Hortons. All right, time to play our box office game. Woo! Woo! Million dollars. I'll go with a hundred just to see if I can get there. Um, I'm gonna say. The scary movies cost nothing to make. Twenty-five. It was in the top three for its opening weekend. Oh, I'm I'm gonna go lower. The <laughs> correct answer is eight point one oh my million dollars. Literally, almost a year later before it shows up in the U.S. Just know that they spent fifty million dollars on this movie. I'm saying five. I should start blogging. All right, guys. The budget for this film. Believe it or not, seven million dollars. That's it. That's it. That's what I was gonna. I was gonna say, let's look at the budget and see why it was shot in this Toronto. Is, you're talking peanuts for Buena Vista, Disney. Pour some money into this thing. Well, they Gosh. they had they had Fly the Navigator coming out. Like that is they? true. Stay tuned. That is coming. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, Stay I'm tuned. Just saying. Look at the poster over there. Fly to the Navigator. But, yeah, he's well, the only dork in America that has a Fly to the Navigator. <laughs> Amen. But wow. a lot of bigger names than Elizabeth Shue dropped out of this movie. I know. Like Name Michelle them, Pfeiffer dropped out. Uh, Valerie Bertinelli. She was kind of big at the time. In your microphone, Amber. Oh, sorry. If people can't hear you. I'm, I'm trying to look at my eyes. It's a radio well. show. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Shut up, you two. I hate you both. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus uh, auditioned for the lead role, but withdrew in favor of Jodie Foster. Foster also withdrew, leaving Michelle Pfeiffer, Valerie Bertinelli, Elizabeth Shue, and Justine Bateman. Bateman withdrew from the project. Uh, Pfeiffer left the project and started Witches of Eastwick. Bernelli lost out to Shoe on the final day of auditions. Wow, so did they cast these people, or are these people try out for this movie? Because this is not. I a can't big see movie. any of those people. In no, this movie. I don't see. I in don't see either, yeah. But especially Julia Louis Dreyfus was nothing at this point. Well, neither was well, really Elizabeth Shoe. Well, no, well, with Seinfeld. Seinfeld didn't start till the nineties. Was it? I thought it was like eighty nine. So it would have been a couple years before Seinfeld. Yeah, so she, she's nobody. <laughs> she would have played like she, you were like you talking about old. Uh, she's like thirty, right? Well, playing a seventeen-year-old. Look at all the people that they had auditioning for the seventeen-year-old. Michelle Pfeiffer would have been the yeah. same age. Yeah, because you're looking at Batman uh, Returns came out what ninety one. I know. So 90, that was ninety one. So you're looking at Batman like, came out in eighty nine. Like 27, 28, 29-year-old wow. playing a 17-year-old. That That's a weird cat. I can't see any of those people playing this role. So, clearly, 
They didn't have to pay a big name. No. But Elizabeth Shue, I mean... Not that she's not a big name, but, I mean, compared to Michelle Pfeiffer... No, I mean, granted, it's the 80s, and she's not necessarily... You're not putting butts in the seats with Elizabeth Shue, but she's done other things. I know, but I'm just saying. Anthony Rapp hadn't done Rent yet, so... No, he was, like, still in diapers. <laughs> so you didn't have to pay him. <laughs> He didn't have his uh, BAFTA, so and none, yeah, none of these people really went on to do a whole heck of a lot. I can't, I mean, seven million dollars, so man, that seems like peanuts. So yeah, so what do you think this movie brought in box office? Amber, we'll start with you today. Um, do we know what else came out when it came out? I do not have that on me. Can you use it in a sentence? Can you, <laughs> can you please? What is um, the origin? I was just going to say, provide the origin. Uh, adventures um, in How many it. syllables? Shut up. I hate you. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I do not have. It came. It's a summer movie, July 1st, 1987. Oh, okay. So you're talking about summer. All right. Summer 87. Um, Back in the summer. I'm going to say. 87. I'm going to say 15. 15. 15. I think it doubled its, its budget. It's not bad. Seven? million dollars i think being a summer movie i think you know movies were cheapo then i'm gonna say it made 40 million what'd you say amber 15 eric's gonna win this week 34.3 million dollars he went over yeah, this ain't the price is right <laughs> <laughs> it's closer so eric's on the board yeah That's a lot of money though 34.3 i mean you think about it it made almost five times yeah, just about. its budget. Yeah. So I can see where they came Chris out. Columbus is rolling in the dope. Yeah. This was his first directorial. Directorial debut. This is directorial debut. Yeah, they look for directorial. Um, so here's the stuff. A remake was reportedly planned for release in 2012. That's way too long. Uh, Raven Simone of That So Raven. <laughs> Was going to star in the remake, currently titled or currently titled "Further Adventures in Babysitting." Horrible. No. <laughs> that, <laughs> further? Why? That's not further adventures. It's awful, awful decision. Glad they didn't do it, but decided to withdraw due to other projects. <laughs> because in 2012, Raven Simone has so much going on right now. Seriously? Gosh, Miley so Cyrus. Raven. I'm not kidding. Miley Cyrus was also rumored to be attached to the project, but. De- later denied involvement thank god (laughs) wow can you imagine that awful but you've seen it 2012 that would have been before she went off the rails right Uh, about the same time about the same time so you know what i hate to say this i would i hate to say this but had she done adventures in babysitting might have steered her in a different direction or just up the ante a little bit. Or made this even yeah. more. I don't know. The lines are a little blurred right now, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. You you miss that, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. Thank you, Amber. At least you I'm got it. I'm just shaking my head. You got it. According you know to it. Variety, uh, Tiffany Paulson was writing the script. It was presumed that the remake was scrapped due to years of inactivity. Well. Duh. Yeah. 30 years of inactivity. <laughs> <laughs> However, on July 9th, 2015, Disney Channel announced that the remake would go forward. Are they doing it on Disney Channel, though? It says Disney Channel. 
So it means. So I'm going to assume Disney Channel. It will be like direct to TV. Direct to TV. Oh, direct to TV. And then Netflix. High School Musical kind of a thing. And makes uh, a is lot of money. High School Musical on Netflix. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, can look. I so I did, just say that because like, will it eventually end up on like? Never mind. Keep going. Okay. Uh, Pull him back, it. Jeff. Pull him back. Gosh, <laughs> He's it. coming in again. Rain him in. With Sabrina Carpenter and Sophia Carson starring as competing babysitters. Okay, so they're not even like using that's the not, plot. That's no, not even that's really a That's a loose interaction. In 2011, Jonah Hill starred in the film The Sitter, which was loosely based off the same plot and storyline, but with more modernized content. Yes, and I actually unfortunately did see that. How was that? <laughs> It was pretty bad. I can imagine. Relatable to this, though? Yes. Okay. Like I mean, d- yeah, because there's like three kids and he's the babysitter and... I didn't see it purposely because it looked like garbage. I don't know why I saw it. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you lost I- a bet? What year Possibly. What year did that come out, you said? I don't know. What year was that, Jeff? This? The Sitter. Jonah the Sitter, 2011. Yeah. Well, is this 11? Right. Is it 15? <laughs> I was trying to think if like Jonah Hill was like... Was like an Oscar? Was like Oscar serious Jonah yet. Hill, or was it like <laughs> super bad Jonah Hill? It was kind of a mixture, but right. yeah. Like I mean, Cyrus it, Jonah Hill. Like anyway, keep going. Yeah. All right, Adventures in Babysitting was adapted into an American television pilot of the same name oh. for CBS in 1989. <gasps> it starred Jennifer Guthrie, who would later co-star on Parker Lewis Can't Lose. What? What the? There's, Two times! It actually exists? Yeah, it does. What in the world? You guys are going to look at this Parker so Lewis thing. strange. Wow. With uh, Maya Bruton. So she was actually, the girl was actually going to be in this as Chris. So, what? So the little girl, Sarah, was supposed to play Chris. Crazy. Uh, Joey Lawrence, whoa, as Brad. Uh, Courtney Peldon as Sarah, Brian Austin Green as Daryl. What? Wow. So much for 90210 if this would have gotten picked up. And Ariana Mohit as Brenda. She, her name isn't even highlighted to go to Wikipedia, so she, you know she didn't do a jack squat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was not picked up for the series. Wow. That would have been interesting. Oh, Jennifer Guthrie. Yeah, who would later star in Park Lewis Can Lose with Mia Booten as Chris. Oh, Mia Booten play. Okay. Mia Booten was in Park Lewis Can Lose. Okay. Weird. I, I can't imagine this as a TV series. I think this would be. Okay, if it came out now, it would be like a drama and it would be one of those TV shows like, hey, here's a great premise. And after one year, we have no clue what we're going to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I feel like a lot of TV shows have that right now mm-hmm. of, hey, we've got this great premise and we've got 12, 15 episodes playing. They're really great. Wow, this is great. Year two. I didn't know we were going to get picked up. So I have no clue where we're going with this plot. Well, it's been a good ride. Yeah. All right. Well, it's season two they gave us. So you guys want to. Do you kids want to write this? Right. <laughs> no. No. Anybody? No. You off the street. You want to take a chat? All right. Let's rate this movie one to five. Eric, let's start with you. I'm going to give it a three. Oh. I'm gonna sit Good in call. there and say a three. I think it's a, it's a, it's a movie that definitely keeps your attention and wrap attention right there throughout. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. No, it's, it's a good, a good movie. 
I know it's not Chicago now, and I'm a little, a little saddened, bummed. but it's still. Uh, I still think it, it it definitely gives the city homage, and um, I think it's I think it's a fun movie. I like it. I don't know. Yeah, Amber. I was gonna give it a three as well. It's you know it, it's. I remember watching it when I was younger, so there's some of that you know nostalgia to it. Um, but it, like like we talked about, it it gets going, it keeps going. There's no real lag to the yeah, plot. Really, there's I mean, actually a lot of things that happen in it. Yeah, and it's not you're not bored. You know, there's some like really ridiculous things that happen, but they they're kind of funny too. And so yeah, I mean, it's entertaining. Um, all right, we talked about this. We didn't get to do it. How many times did you look at the time? There's a new thing we were doing. Mm. Eric, do you remember? I don't. I'm sorry. No. Did you look at it at all? No, I didn't. There you go. I really Zero. don't think I did. Amber? Three times. I looked twice. And once was because, hey, they're really getting into this plot. So I almost wouldn't even count that. Mine was three. I was one. I was tired. I had had a very big, delicious oh. steak meal. Everybody, Amber has a very busy schedule. Me too. And when steak gets in Amber's tummy, she I get gets tired. sleepy. No, but um, no, I did. I checked it three times. I was a little sleepy when I was watching this one. But it, it's you know, it's good. It's, it's, it's a good movie. Uh, I'm actually. Oh gosh. Don't let us sway you. All right. Fine. <laughs> I'm going to give it a four. Whoa. I like this movie. I really do. It's, it's fun. Movie. It's a good movie. It is. Like Eric said, love the homage to Chicago. Even though a lot of it's not filmed in Chicago, I get what they're trying to do. So you get, you tell you what, Chris Columbus, that I was swayed to give you four because it's a Chicago movie. Otherwise, I would have given you a three. <laughs> this oh, is in Pittsburgh. You would have gotten a three. Tallest building in Pittsburgh. Tallest <laughs> 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 in Pittsburgh is not the Willis Tower. Um, oh, you said it. I you did. owe me a quarter. Yeah, no, whatever. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> now yeah. we hate you. <laughs> you are the worst. I hate everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. I Chicago like hater. I love this movie. Sorry, it's a kidding. good movie. It's a fun movie. It brings me back. I don't think it lost anything. No. We've talked about that, how, you know, uh, what, what movie we were just talking about that we, we loved growing up, but. You've got mail. You've got mail. You guys, yeah, you said that. <laughs> I did not. I well, we we just movie. said that you know we looked at it fondly when we watched it. You know, we thought about it. You know, in the but past, now, but now it's like, man, eh, maybe. I mean, it's we're not talking so about almost thirty years from this movie, right? And and it is dated. It's, it's like dated. the fashion is dated. Yes. Like the city is mm-hmm. dated. Things like that. But it still holds its own. I was still entertained. My wife was still entertained. Mm-hmm. You get a four from me. So congratulations, Chris Way to Columbus. Go. Yeah. Yeah, I, this is one of our higher higher movies. No, I I failed to mention this uh, at the beginning, but this is certified fresh at seventy six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, seventy six. So we're about. I mean, yeah, it's about, about right. Yeah, about where we should be uh, at sixty and eighty percent. So good job. All right, so we would all recommend this movie. Yeah, it see is, it. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Yeah, I I would. It's not. I I think you have to watch it. I, it's, yeah. I think it's a really mm-hmm. good movie that yep. you shouldn't miss. Uh couple shit bombs, two F-bombs, you're okay for the kids. I mean, it's fine. It's a lot cleaner or anything else than mm-hmm. anything else that comes out of this PG-13 these days. Yeah. So it's a, Than even TV, yeah, really. Yeah, even TV, you're okay. Exactly. <laughs> so, I fun for the whole family? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? 
So go ahead and rent it because it is no longer streaming on Netflix it is as not. at this point right now. <laughs> uh, some of us had to go to check out your local family video. Yes, that's where I found it. Your local $5 bin. Check it out. So Adventures in Babysitting. Check it out, guys. This is one of our recommends. We don't get many of those. Mm-mm. Nope. But we recommend this one. All right. Uh, for Eric. See you later. And Amber. Bye-bye. I'm Jeff. See you guys later. Bye.